The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. And to whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that, even that we shake off against you. You know this, the kingdom of God, it is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Okay, everybody, let's admit it. St. Paul, in his letter to the Galatians, sounds like a nutcase. He sounds like a madman. Listen to what he says. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know how crazy that sounds? You know that the cross was a terrible, terrible death. And lowlifes back then were murdered on the cross. It's like me going around and saying, I just boast in the electric chair. Everyone would just say, well, this guy's nuts. Yet Paul boasts in the cross. Do you see what Paul is doing here? Paul is inviting us into the upside down world of the new creation. Jesus exhausted the power of the old world. Where? 2,000 years ago on that cross. The old world is not the world itself. The world in itself is good. Let's just put that out there. The old world with, that Paul is talking about is the world that crucified Jesus. It's the world of hatred. It's the world of division. It's the world of oppression, decay, and death. And Jesus exhausted the power of all those negative forces 2,000 years ago. They are now powerless. Believe me, they are powerless. And now God's creative force is able to burst forth and is now producing his new creation. Paul knew that. How did he know that? Because Paul witnessed the risen Jesus in his glorified body on the road to Damascus. From that point on, everything changed for Paul. Because Paul, at that point on, realized that all those negative forces that crucified Jesus, they're now powerless. Because Jesus is alive again in his human body. And the old world is not only powerless, but it's passing away. 
a new creation has broken into this world 2,000 years ago on Easter Sunday morning. That's why Paul boasts in the cross of Jesus Christ. And Paul is inviting you and me to enter into this new creation. And it's a new creation that's so radical that neither circumcision or uncircumcision matters anymore. In other words, that separation between Jews and Gentiles no longer exists. Jesus has launched that new creation and you and I are invited to participate in that new creation. Jesus is a new creation where heaven and earth meet in him. He's a new life form, a field of force that we are invited to live in him. And if you accept that invitation, you become a new creation. That's where you will be purified of all that knows, all those negative forces that kill Jesus. You know, hatred, division, violence, corruption. To participate in this new creation is to become fully a human being. It's to be set free. It's to be fully alive. But you must have the courage to leave the old world behind. You must allow Jesus to purify and burn away your pride, your insecurities, your ego, so you can be transformed into a new creation. You must have the courage to let go of old grievances and divisions. You must have the courage to forgive and to ask for forgiveness. And God has given each one of us the power to leave that old world behind. You just have to appropriate that power into your life and act upon it. There is nothing abstract about this. This is not some pie in the sky stuff. Rather, it's something that we enter into here right now. And Paul brings all this stuff down to earth when he says this, peace and mercy be to all who follow this rule. Leave the old world behind, everyone. Enter into God's new creation.